All right, welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. We are here in the board store in Dunsborough, and we've just been watching Surf 100. We are on Etsy. Hello, mate. Oh, hang on! I've got to, I've got to put your uh, microphone up there, mate. Absolutely, absolutely seamless start. Well, seamless, seamless. Wow, that's how I roll. I'll tell you what, as he's here, we've also, we've also got T-Bone in the uh, board store. G'day, T-Bone. Absolutely stoked to be in this candy store called the board store. It is uh, one of the finest establishments in the southwest. There's no doubt about that. Now we have just been watching Surf 100, which has been brought to us by Stab, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, indeed. And uh, and Toddy <laughs> at the board store. It's board body. Stab it's and Toddy. By Toddy. Yeah. No, it's not. But uh, this afternoon has definitely been brought to by Toddy. It's been a pretty unique afternoon. It's not every Friday afternoon you get to hang out in the local uh, surf shop and. Have a bit of a party and watch a surf movie, and uh, it's been amazing. It was sort of a crossover between a surf movie and a surf comp in a way, wasn't it? It was pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was. Sure, and uh, uh, I must say, uh, I must, must introduce our special guest. I believe he got second today, mate. Congratulations, yeah, Jacob Wilcox. Wow. Here he is. Second, wow, fuck. I Chip feel o. like I'm always losing to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's beating me a fuckload. Danny but, um, Jack Robinson. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yes. Yeah, yeah, too mate. late. Too late yes, anyway. Too late now. Too yeah, late. It's now. all cool. But um, yeah, no, he's Jack did great. Um, everyone did great. Like Kale did great. Jay did great. Everyone got great ways. Um, he was amazing. I was happy to get a couple as a goofy. Mm. I dragged the corn through a few. I feel like I've said that a bit, but mate, the nut sack. The, the nut I'm the fucking swelling. Yeah. The, the corn. <laughs> Corn's mate. clean, the nutsack is even cleaner. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, uh, mate, you say that oh, I'm sick of getting beaten uh, by him and, you know, whatever, but i tell you what, mate, you were this close. I mean, you could have won. And to Beast do it. that on your backhand at North Point, where Robbo is just, will beat anyone in the world, is, mate, that's a fucking achievement. So well done, man. You yeah, really congrats on a good your show. efforts, mate. Yeah, that's amazing. You. Yeah, go have a crack, go have a crack. Um, yeah, Robo is. <laughs> oh, Robo mate, is, he, he's uh, a good man. Who's that like? <laughs> mate, he's a filmer. He's a awesome. credit. He's awesome. Um, good, a good filmer just yeah, bought him a good beer. Good filmer, great filmer. Yeah. Um, no, well, yeah, I think Phil has said this before, but everyone's just that crazy out there. Was, yeah. I was happy just to get a few, and I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a complete different game on the back end out there. Oh, totally. And I feel like I maybe could have used that bit more to my advantage. I feel like on a few. I kind of came out of the barrel and was stalling. I feel like I would have liked, liked to do that inside the barrel. Like, keep stalling, keep stalling. But, um, yeah. Oh, well. Next time. You had that one crazy one where you got a barrel and then it, the next barrel and your feet were like this far together and then you did that hand grab crazy pump thing and I was like... <laughs> Little jerk jerk. God damn. Jerk like, jerk. It was, uh, you were deep and it was a high line and you really had to pull out every trick in the bag to try to make it through and... When I saw that crazy pump you did mid-tube, I thought he's got it. Uh, you didn't get it in the end, but <laughs> it was, uh, mate, it was a good good technique. It was yeah. definitely different. Yeah, I gave it a crack. I, that, that wave, I remember it. It was like I gave that pump, and I feel like North One always does this little breeze. Like it breeze and kind of can just flips your board, flips your board every time. Yeah, right. Um, just towards like the, the section in between the first bit and the second bit, there's like this little bit where it breeze and like, Catches the board every time, and that bit definitely got me. But um, yeah, this could be the fun. Got to ask you, Jacob, how'd you actually get involved in the Surf 100, mate? How did it all come about for you? Um, I'm not sure. I kind of just got asked to do it, and I did it. It was funny, like I the whole to your concept, DMs and away you go. Yeah, people were sliding my DMs big time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, it was actually meant to be at gas. Like the whole concept of it was meant to be at gas, and I was really excited to do it gas because. I feel like gas is a way to surf forever. Like, I was really comfortable with that. But um, I was still happy to do it North Point as well. But I would have loved to do it at gas. Like, there's a left and there's a right. And we tried to do it there a few times, but it just never really worked out. So, ended up at North Point. I feel like North Point was probably a better show in the end. But um, maybe a bit of a disadvantage for me. But Chuck's still fucking well, smoking at the end of the day. No, so, who cares? That much of a disadvantage because, I mean, you managed to beat Jay Davies and he's <laughs> one of the best that I've seen out there. So, he's on his forehand. So, man, you you know, you took it to him. And, and let's be honest, like, if someone had got that Ollie Henry wave, if it was you, you, you probably would have won the thing. So, 
Yeah, I was meaning yeah. to ask you, did you get any money for that or what happened? Was there any prize money? Or? <laughs> well, the, the first bit, yeah. If anyone had got Ollie's wave, I reckon they would have won. It was funny, like Jack was actually close to being in position for that wave, but yeah. Ollie had been sitting there all morning. Like, yeah. I can't believe you offered him 300. 300. That, mate, it was, it was that's such a cheapskate <laughs> yeah, offer. Oh, <laughs> well, it well, was worth go. a thousand, that thing. <laughs> here you go. I'm even more of a cheapskate. 300. We, um, my mic wasn't working the whole thing. My mic didn't work at all, but... I, I think I yelled out, I'll offer you 150 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I said that. And Jack Jack doubled it. Jack doubled it. So Jack offered Jack 300 and they were cooking Jack. But I was like, fuck, Ollie would probably be throttling him. Maybe 300, maybe a bit more. Maybe a grand would have been uh, the ticket. But uh, yeah, well, Funny. It was I, funny, it was funny, yeah. I really love that audio in the water. That was such a cool element, eh? It was so it was, sick. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, just with that, was there a bit of discussion about who's, who's waved this year's or was it like, fuck you, I've been waiting the longest? Like maybe Ollie was, you know, I've been waiting all morning, it's my wave. Or how, yeah. Was there discussion about it? Yeah, well, def- definitely um, Ollie had been waiting longest for that wave. So I guess he kind of had priority for definitely, but... Between us guys, we definitely kind of had like a priority kind of board going between us and it's kind of gentleman's rules. So. But yeah, none of us were in the spot for that one, Ollie. He definitely had it. But he definitely could have got deeper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, went up? Stir the pot a bit. <laughs> this is what a podcast is about, right? How was the crowds, <laughs> mate? Much on what the was it like surfing with the crowds as, as opposed to a normal like three, two, four man heat? We were actually pretty lucky. It wasn't that crowded. Throughout the it whole, was uncrowded. it was uncrowded. It definitely yeah. was uncrowded, but um, uh, yeah, I feel like oh, I didn't really, <laughs> I I didn't really like the idea of it at the very start. I was like, I'm not too into it. I feel like I don't want to be a prick at North Point. I don't want to try get every wave in Ken. It's just not really my, um, I don't know, just my demeanor, my set of mind going into a competition. So I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not really keen on it. But then end up going ahead, and then when I kind of got out there, I was just like, oh, fuck it. Everyone's going to be a prick. Everyone's going to try to get the best saves here, so I'm going to try get involved as well. So, yeah, I didn't like the idea. Mate, I think That's it had a really good off. dynamic, actually, and it seemed like you yeah. guys uh, were pretty uh, friendly about it all, obviously, and there was, as you say, there was yeah. a bit of an unwritten priority. I think it yeah. worked really well, and I think you guys... Uh, looked after each other really well in the water and, and yeah. balanced out the natural free surfing crowd really well. I actually <laughs> was surprised. That, I mean, obviously everyone gave you a bit of grace for sure. being out yeah. there, and but I thought you guys dealt with it all pretty well within yourself. Yeah, for sure. We all got dropped in on a couple of times as well. Yeah. And, uh, How was that one with uh, Sid Englert? That was so <laughs> sick. That was probably the <laughs> funnest moment of the whole thing, I thought, for me. It was like getting dropped in on by Sid and getting brown behind him. Like I haven't really done that too much, but... I felt like that was really fun and then um, I got dropped in on later in the event as well. You know, I just, you just kind of cop it. Like, I expected to get dropped in on a lot with the mind frame that everyone was going out there with. So, yeah, it is what it is. Did you hear the audio of um, Sid Englert with Jake Paddo? And Jake Paddo was like fully trying to talk it up. How big is it out there, mate? Thinking the little kid was going to say like 12 foot and he's like, oh, like maybe six, six foot. foot. And six Jake Paddo's like, oh, man, it's bigger than six foot. And Sid's like, oh, I don't know. This little 12-year-old kid is just claiming that it's, like, only six foot. <laughs> yeah. And Jake Paddo is claiming it was eight foot. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I know. He's, he's like, I seen that interview and he was so chilled. I was like, yeah. dude, fuck me. I was shitting myself more than you probably out there. <laughs> How old he is he? He was just so cruisy. I was like, wow, he's, like, so mature for his age. Like 12 or 13? 12 or 13, whatever yeah. it is. But I was like, no way I could have maybe spoken like that when I was... So it kind of shows that he's probably been out there a lot and probably scary for guys like myself, Jack, Jay, like all these guys that might be surfing out there for longer. Was, uh, seeing how good he was kind of at that age and how relaxed he was as well. Yeah, no, it was awesome. We talk about Outside Surf 100. What have you been up to the last few months, mate? Obviously, there's no tour running, there's no events running. What, do you, what have you been doing to, to yeah, um, occupy yourself? Well, I've been training a lot, actually. Wouldn't fucking think that right now. We've got, <laughs> we've got 20 people in front of us all like a bit of an athlete, mate. All so. on the piers. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've, I've been training a lot actually. Um, doing, I moved over to the Gold Coast the start of last year. So I have a lot of uh, relationships and connections over there that I've kind of trying to keep intact and 
doing Zoom meetings and all that weird shit that is probably more <laughs> normal now. But um, everyone's there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been tapping into that, training on Zoom and um, surfing and. Seriously, I've been living the dream. Really. Nice one. Man. I'm yeah, um, awesome. really, really lucky. My sponsors still supporting me as well. Oh, so they should, man. You were fucking one <laughs> dodgy Kelly Slater turn away from being on the. Oh, big don't leagues. get us started, oh, mate. We were, <laughs> fuck, how could we, we not? Were, be? Uh, I was that almost was a pretty big discussion when that point. fucking score came through. I'm yeah. sure you probably did. <laughs> All right, uh, and that, sorry, go on. I, I didn't actually feel too butthurt about it. It was like <laughs> at the time I was like, fuck, I'm, at that moment. Like that happened, and I was like, "Fuck, I've just got to get ready for sunset." Like, sunset's coming up. I can. There's no reason I can not qualify at sunset, and I tried my hardest to get there and missed out by a few spots. But I felt like this year I was really ready to go, and yeah, yeah. this year turned into be an absolute dud. But we know dub. it's going to come. Now <laughs> I've got done. I've got young Cruz Euros here. He wants to ask Jacob questions, so go for it. Um, young Cruz. Jacob, if you had a choice to choose a surf spot in the WSL, what would it be? Where would it be? Thanks, wow, that's a good Chris, question. That's a great um, question. I feel like I would love to surf Chopu. I feel like that's always been... I've never gone there before. I'd probably get there and I'd probably shit my pants and be like, why the fuck did I choose this spot? But I feel like that spot, I don't know, I just love the whole idea of the way, big left barreling tube. Like, I think it'd be awesome. But, uh, Cruz, I saw him up at Nalu this year on a real big day, and yeah. I tell you, he's ready for Chopu. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. You got some sick ones up there. You were the yes. man. Yeah, oh, was that dude down the end, right down the end, <laughs> battling Willow Hardy for those <laughs> wide ones? Dude, and she got the better of me. <laughs> dude, Willow Hardy nearly got the better of me as well. She's crazy. You're funny you bring that up. She's. I was thinking about me, Jack, and like. I feel like she's gone bigger ways than both of us did. When we <laughs> like maybe not Jack. Jack was pretty tough, but me definitely. I was no, she did. I saw undies. you go some absolute <laughs> mental bombs that day. It was so yeah, sick, man. Day. You were a standout. It was a pleasure to watch you. Uh, you were. I, I felt like I was watching like the next generation in their peak because I did so many years up there filming in the early 2000s uh, and I hadn't been up there in a long time and to stop through with my family on a really big day and I saw you out there and I was like mate it's just great to see the next generation and you were the top dog out there Matt it was bloody great to see so hopefully we can um, see you portray that onto the tour and, and mate you all know we're all behind you massively yeah, yeah, no, cheers. Um, I want to ask you, Jacob, did you watch the Tweed Coast Pro? I mean, speaking of Jack before, did you watch the event, mate? I mean, <laughs> what was your uh, wrap-up about it? I mean, he's surfing. <laughs> this, and is, this is actually pretty bad. I didn't watch the event at all. I was actually up north, um, and I, wa- I watched a few of Jack's waves, and I thought Jack was actually ripping. Like, he's improved so much on his small wave game. I had a few heats with him at uh, Manly last year, and... I beat him in one, then he beat me in the one that counted. It was the man on man. Yeah. But, yeah, he he knows what he has to improve on, and he really tries hard to do it. Um, but I didn't actually watch any of that comp, but I seen him, what did he make, the semifinals or something? He made the semis, got knocked out by Matty McGilbrow. Matty McGilbrow, yeah. So yeah. that's both two pretty good surfers. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, Jack has improved a lot in that game. So Obviously, Ethan Ewan took it out, mate. Have you, have you had many heats, clashes with Ethan? Oh, I don't... Actually, it's funny. The last time I can remember versing Jeez, Ethan was at Cabarita. Yeah, and it was a one-star QS and <laughs> took my own horn here, but I beat him. <laughs> nice one. Yes. Yeah, but, you, got a, you got a lethal back end. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, it was the back end. It was, it was dog shit surf. And yeah. I got him. But um, that was probably the last time I remember surfing against Ethan. But it was good fun. It was, we went back and forth for a bit. But that's funny that you mentioned that. And yeah, but... Oh, that's cool. Classic, mate. So what are your plans for the rest of you? You're just going to keep surfing, training, having fun, um, and that's obviously just waiting on standby? until it's, um, it's, a, it's a strange time for a lot of competitive surfers. I, I, sometimes I think about all the competitive surfers around the world, like all the guys that we usually see at the QS events and stuff, and it's like, I wonder what the fuck everyone's doing. Like, That's what we think. We're not professional surfers, so... Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like it's strange. Like everyone, you usually see a hundred plus surfers at every event. And you're like, 
wonder what all these guys are doing now. Like, that's their whole kind of life and everything they kind of push for. And say for guys that live in, I don't even know where, you get some guys that come from fucking Uruguay and Germany. Germany and all these weird places. Like, what are those guys doing now? Exactly. Surfing uh, the river waves in Germany, I guess. (laughs) Surfing the river waves, yeah. Yeah. But that's where I think of myself. And I'm like, I'm so lucky that I live in a great place, like, great part of the world. I can surf awesome waves. I feel like since all this shit's happened, like, I can kind of have a different perspective to kind of, I don't know, get more kind of free surfing clips and all that sort of stuff, which I'm kind of working on and hopefully have a clip out. Ooh. I don't know. This is Maybe exclusive October. on Browser Podcast. Looking forward podcast. to it, Looking forward to it. Exclusive clip coming out. Now, uh, yeah. I would assume there's just an absolute myriad of 10-foot Toomey's pits <laughs> because I've seen some <laughs> in the flesh. He's well, seen them. way too scared of the 10-footers. Maybe some solid 6-footers, but... Cut it out. Well, I was watching sit- the 10-footers like, mate, holy uh, shit. You were, I seen you, mate. Maybe some Sid Englet 6-footers, which yeah. translates to 10-footers, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, no, that was sick, mate. Hey, just a, a, a little uh, thing that uh, about three or four years ago, I remember having a beer with Taj Burrow at his house and um, and I was talking about, you know, mate, you know, you're retiring or whatever and who are we going to get behind next? We need a West Aussie because we're so fiercely patriotic. And, and he said, who's next? He said, Jacob Wilcox. And I said, well, what about Jack Robbo? And he goes, mark my words, Jacob Wilcox will be on tour before Jack Robinson. <laughs> Well, he, he got that, that wrong. <laughs> he got it wrong, but not by he much, mate. And not by very much, to be one, honest. One year. Uh, you were very close. And the reason he said that, because he just felt you had a more of an all-round game. We all know Robbo's the mental pit master, but as you just pointed out, he's really improved all yeah. around. But I just think that, mate, I mean, what a massive compliment to have Taj just going, mate, Jacob yeah. is better than Robbo, you know, <laughs> like, and he's going to be on tour. Personally, obviously, I want both of you on tour, <laughs> so we, we all do, so we can just... Yeah. Well, that's, you know. a, that's a huge compliment, and I yeah. just fucking spat over everything. That's all right. <laughs> but I... Um, I spit on T-Bone all the time, don't worry. <laughs> he loves that's it. Massive. Like, as a young guy, I always looked up to Taj, and um, we did his events, and I'd always think Taj was the absolute boss, but... Um, he was wrong there, <laughs> but not by much. Not by much, mate. By not one by close, yeah, one like overscored Kelly Slater goat <laughs> no, turn. No. I it felt was... like he got close, and uh, this year I felt really good. But and like Jack's tapped as well. I feel like when he was younger, like he wasn't as good as his turns and all that sort sort of stuff. But he's definitely improved that. Now everyone's eating their words. Like everyone's like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Two beach he breaks actually later is good at yeah. groveling in beach breaks. He actually is good at all this shit. But yeah. And that's just a, a credit to someone that works on their trade and really tries to better themselves. But I mean, um, you're surely unwavered in your focus on your goals of making the tour. How old are you now? I'm getting old. I'm 23. 23. So, yeah, mate, so even if it doesn't run next year, which, I mean, there's a possibility it doesn't go next year, you know what I mean? Like, sure. But your focus is still going to be there if it didn't run next year are you just like I'm training I'm surfing I'm going to get on there like sure. well, yep. I guess it comes to the point where like how long would WSL actually be a thing for like will it keep going if say if it doesn't go ahead next year will it still be a thing like, yeah it could just be more like stab 100 things maybe and that might be the new pathway like I hope going. it doesn't because, <laughs> yeah I hope, really know. hope it doesn't as well because it's so fun travelling the world doing all the WSL events and um, I don't know, it would be sad if it completely changes and we've kind of gone down a completely different path where it's sub-100, but yeah, I don't know, it's strange the world we're living in at the moment and hopefully it comes back to normal and I, I love competing, love versing people from all over the world, so it might get boring versing the same four people from your own hometown every week, but... Um, <laughs> I'll watch it, as long yeah. as the waves are eight foot yeah, and bumping. Long, yeah, as long as the waves are good, it's not too bad, but yeah, hopefully we can... Uh, I can get it going next year and hopefully I can qualify. Yeah, mate. <laughs> fucking good on you. I, I reckon we all think that you will. Now, I know that your filmer's here and he's uh, trying to wrap you up. He's going to get back down the coast. <laughs> manager. Maybe it's, maybe it's the airport to head back to the goal. You're not sure. But Jacob Wilcox, thank you very much for joining us on Barrel Surf Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And, guys. yeah, great, in, great sort of uh, view into your world after the Surf 100 today. It's been amazing. So, thanks, buddy. Thank you, Legends. Cheers, 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 Cheers,
You. He's on the Canadian. No, I shouldn't say that in case man. He's on the. He's on the kombuchas. Now, oh, Mr. J. Davies, where are you, son? He's just walked out the door there. Um, right? Keep rolling, or uh... oh, that's that's all good. Oh, we do have Wyatt Davies here doing some filming for us. Uh, what's your production company called, Wyatt? Fashion company. Oh, Wyatt Dylan Davies. No. Do you want to plug or not, mate? Uh, Wyatt Weddings. Wyatt's Weddings. Amazing. It's a nice day for white wedding. Oh, I like that grab. That's good. So that's uh, White Davies, brother of Mate. Jay Davies, uh, cinematographer extraordinaire, has captured many of Jay's best tubes. He might get a job as a singer at the next wedding, I think. He's, yeah, he he's pretty do. good. Uh, mate, I'm pretty sure he actually. Um, did you ever strip for money once, Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, I thought he did. Yeah. Just, uh, a, just a couple sure of times. He, but, uh, he sings as well. And films. So, Lads, while we're waiting for Jay to come on, shall we uh, talk about Surf 100? Yeah, we mate. should. We should. And I, I think there's was, someone that was involved uh, in we'll it just over it. here. Can we get old mate? Um, is he going to? Oh, not Binzy. Surf 100. Sorry. We've got Sammy Tucker over here who's uh, rolling with the keyboard. And uh, he works here at the board store. He's um, admin. Toddy Taylor's right-hand man at the board store. Oh, it looks like he's, just, he's, he's counting the tills. He's just doing the tills. Jeez. Count the money. So, uh, mate, I tell you what. Um, I know we've been talking about Stab One Hundred, but uh, did you guys uh, watch the postcards from Morgan Siblick? Epic. Postcard from Morgan. Absolutely yes. epic. That was so sick. I love that thing. I, how, um, how refreshing was that to um, to actually watch a surf movie that gave you a few giggles? It was just so fun to watch, and hats off to. Uh, Form Blakey for producing and directing that. I, I, it was an absolute, absolute pleasure to watch. Mate. Insane surfing. Yeah, it's good to mix comedy with surfing again, like the old days. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was amazing. That's now I, we do uh, have a few, a few big hitters in the room with us here at Board Store. That was my sentiment too. Namu was, um, mate. I just loved how it was genuinely funny and a throwback. To that old style of surf movie that we all grew up watching, you know, the Mad Wax era and all those things. Mate, it was actually really funny. Like it was, it was bloody awesome. You know, hilarious. um, Just all those old Australian surfers we grew up, they nailed it, mate. And it was so so good good to sit down and really sink yourself into it instead of just another passing two-minute clip on Facebook. You know, Uh, it had such a sick soundtrack, uh, really good editing. And, um, man, the chicks, geez, they were ripping on there too, weren't they? Crazy. Charging. The young, Charging. The young girls as well were just yeah. dominating, I thought. Yeah. I thought they were really good. And it was a pretty pretty good precursor for Tyler Wright's um, oh, how good effort at uh, the Tweed Coast at Cabarita. Well, a good little segue there, Nemo, to the Tweed Coast Pro. Well, just before we go there, I, I just want to um, put it out there that uh, Barrel Surf Podcast completely, 100%, uh, supports uh, Tyler Wright in her... Um, was it four, four minutes and 27 seconds that she uh, sat on the beach with Black Lives Matter? Or oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a good... Racial justice and equality, I yep. think she was standing for. No, 100%. Um, yeah. I uh, 100% agree. I think we're all, we're all there and, um, yeah, go on, T-Bone. So, yeah, mate, postcards from Morgan Sibley, just to get back to a final note. Five stars. It was, well, four stars. You know why? Because it didn't have any big tubes. And we were... Like, it was great, but, mate, it really lacked some West Aussie-style caves, didn't it? <laughs> like, mate, it was well, sick, but, they, geez, they, here, they lacked the big I think the comedy there. factor sort of um, yeah, no, it made up for it, as it. Geez, it would have been just one good session of big... But I guess they did it in 10 days, so... I agree, mate. So I what agree. do you do? On, on other clips, did you see just, the just, um, Mick Fanning, McTavish single fin at Lennox? No. You didn't see that oh, clip? I knew you would br- you'd bring oh, that up, mate. Shit, I, I know you're, you're a single fin wielding mad wild man. man. And I did name my second son Lennox, so oh. after <laughs> that worthy, particular worthy, wave. Worthy so that really hit the sweet spot for me. Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful little clip. Um, apparently he waited a year to get the right day to write that board and it looked like the sand was sensational uh, this year over there. And looked pretty man, good. I, I loved watching that clip of uh, the single fin just 
gliding down <laughs> one of Australia's m- most prominent point breaks. It was prominent point breaks. Fucking awesome! I loved it. Yeah, that was yeah. It was really good. So that's what I've been into. Uh, Media wise, now tell us about your Sweet Coast team. I'm not really interested in it because, to be honest, I thought it was well, fucking boring. I mean, highlights and lowlights. I guess highlights the return of professional surfing. Um, yeah, I think that's a good thing, and yeah, I think that's, that's a, it's a bit of a blueprint for the WSL to maybe hold future events. So that's a good thing. Um, other highlights, uh, obviously, Jack Robbo made the semis, he should have made the finals, but Cheers, I guess the, the, the young guns sort of. Um, Came to the party, obviously, Ethan Ewing and, and Matty McIlvray and Jack Robbo. So, uh, you know, Cab is fun. I mean, it's obviously not a CT-level wave, but it was it was just fun to see what the rookies had in their bag. Yeah. I yep. mean, how good was EE surfing? It's, yeah, it's good to see that. Um, EE was mate, incredible. Just on a that. side note, I noticed today that... Uh, there's a little news story. Two days after they blew the final siren there, a shark attacked a, um, a hydrofoiler at Cabarita. Tooth left in it's the board. pretty sharky around there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I heard the fisherman said that it's there's so many sharks out there that it's not even funny. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, I've got to go take a little break. And, uh, no worries. You guys carry on and see if we can get Jay down. That's okay. all right. Well, um, That's all right. Maybe... Maybe grab Jay, give Jay a bit of a nudge to come in, Namu, and um, then we then we can we can talk to Jay. All right, um, well, that sounds just, good. Just while we've sort of got this little period where we're waiting for Jay to come on, I just want to yep. give a bit of a shout out to the board store, Adzi. Mates, the board store is this, and it's an institution in the southwest area of surfing. Jay it has now. more boards Jay than now. anybody's ever seen. If you can't find a board here. You have got something it's wrong with you. Here. And not only go, that, they've go got go another whole warehouse facility <laughs> in Vass just loaded with boards. Mate, Toddy Fill and you Sammy up. and Lockie McHale, they will just sort you out. Mate. Ask it's Jay so about the board store, mate. How, how, how would you describe this uh, institution? Well, it's like our best friend, basically. <laughs> like, it's three of your best friends. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever loved the uh, test, test. if you ever loved surfing, this is a place to like come to and just like the like our dream is just like learning and figuring out what you love to do on a surfboard. So like when you get here, you're just like it's Holy a candy shit, store, what right? What is this about? Like, what's that about? What's that taste like? What's this taste like? <laughs> So basically, like, Toddy's just allowed us to, like, dream, I guess. And, um, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's just, like, the best place on earth, I guess. And then you get, like, it's a good the dynamic. For the board store, mate. Of, best like, place on earth. You just get the dynamic of the boys that run the show. Like, yeah. you get Lockie, you get Sammy Tucker. Yeah. And, and Toddy, like, as, like, He's a legend, isn't he? The guy that just controls the yeah. this place, basically. Yeah. It's just like... Um, and, mate, Sammy Tucker, he can sell you a surfboard, but he can surf that kid as well. Oh, and Lockie can surf, and he can well, film, and like, Toddy can surf, and Lock, he can like, sell your boards. Like They know what they're talking about. To tell you the truth is Lockie is the most like um, equipped man on the planet. Like Whatever he grabs... Whatever he wants to like learn about, he will master in like the first three months of figuring like to going. I want to learn about that. I will know what to do with that. Like I, I remember seeing it, him at the skate park, and he was he just started skating like at I think it was like seventeen or something, and he was he was like transition skating better than most of the guys there yeah right. and i was like oh holy shit what's Lockie doing he, everyone's like oh yeah he's been skating for three months and i was like are you fucking serious and then he picked up a golf club and now he's like winning contests Is he yeah, fucking, wow. well like it's basically like that but then you get a guy like sammy tucker <laughs> yeah and he's he is so intelligent mm. to the point where he's just like 
like you go, oh, holy shit, he's going to be exactly like Lockie, but it's not exactly like Lockie because it no. comes out way more raw and it comes out more like a Dane Reynolds style. Sick. Like he just becomes, like he's, he's got this like animalistic, like aggression towards like ripping the curl, but yeah. he also has this style of like, his old humor. boy longboard, classic. Oh, classic. Yeah. his old boy longboard style. Yeah, that Sammy Tucker's very proficient on he a longboard. He has time and just effortless shit that happens. Pure and talent. He's just Pure talent. The whole book before, like, before actually getting told, like, oh, you're gonna ride a shortboard for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're gonna no. He he rode a longboard from the very oh, man. beginning. I've seen so Sammy Tucker dance the longboard, and it's exquisite. He really is like a. <laughs> Ballet dancer on the finest note in a Russian theatre. He's really uh, an all-rounder. So, mate, really, at the end of that, the conclusion of that is that if you want a board and you want some equipment, the board store in Dunsborough, with such a lineup of people to sell you, they know what they're doing. So, the deepest selection of them. fine surfboards. They do. But I reckon we should if, bounce back. If you had yeah, like, bounce back. No, bounce if back you had Joe, any idea, I think we've had what, enough of the board. If you store. had any idea of <laughs> what you wanted to do on a yeah. surfboard, These you would boys come would here you. You would. and you'd be like, "Oh, look, I just want to go straight." And they'll be like, here's a single fin. Take yeah. that out. Yeah. Enjoy it. It's this guy who goes, Adzi, he's been Maybe going straight for 10 years. What he writes. Here we go. Holy shit. My feet wave. are twitching and I want to just yeah. fucking hammer it. <laughs> they'll be like, take he, a fucking chilly fucking vol- volume <laughs> two, off you, you motherfucker, yeah. and smash the lip. And Sick. good prices too. Hey, Jay, let's flick back to Surf 100, mate. How did you get involved in Surf 100? How did it all come about for you? Ah, shit. Well, um, I've been lucky enough to be in the like industry for so long that like one of my good friends started uh, Stab with, with Sam McIntosh. And Sam McIntosh is the brains behind uh, everything that comes out of stab mag yeah and so stab's like been like well sorry not stab uh sam's been asking me these wild dreams of his in his in like his visions of his stuff. visions yeah. and crazy ideas of yeah. what what to do basically yeah. and i'm like I actually see just like opportunity at this stage, uh, like of of the WSL and whatnot, and I'm just like all ears, and I'm just like, yes, bring it on! I'm so psyched on what you're saying right now. It's like fucking like refreshing. So you like you like the concept, huh? You dig well, the concept? It, you first heard the about it. The concept wasn't even there yet yeah. when the first like first conversation went. It was just like, um, I would like to get a couple of you guys to go do this and. Anyway, basically, after it all happened, me and Sam had had four or five conversations about it, and then Taj, like, basically, Taj was, like, the biggest pull out of it because, like, at the end of the day, if you're going to do something in WA, you want Taj to be involved, and Taj and Sam are, like, best mates. They yeah. fuck, he was his best, one of his best mans at his wedding, and I was like, fuck, well, whatever Taj wants to do, like, if he's into it, let's do it. And I'm basically charges like, fuck, I'm retired. I don't give a fuck. Let me just relax. (laughs) And I'm just going, I just lost my sponsor. Let's fucking go mad. So at the end of the day, it was just like, okay, what do you want to do, Sam? And he goes, oh, let's fucking go to, let's go to Nalu. And I'm like, dude, what's your budget? Like, (laughs) Fly me up there, I'll come. Um, and so there was so many different aspects of it and just like ideas. And at the very beginning, we were like, okay, you want a peak, peak position thing? Like you want a left and a right so you can score the best left, best right, like they did at Trestles. So we were like, gas bait. It's the best place in the world for well, that. Chipper Wilson would have won with those lefts. Chipper yeah. Wilson or Chipper Wilcox? Chipper have Wilcox. you ever seen oh, me Chipper. there, mate? Chipper Wilcox. Have you ever seen me there? Uh, not enough. I, I would have fucked that shit up. <laughs> we would have dominated him. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm a bit old and a bit sluggish. <laughs> no, you're sluggish, not, mate. But, you're um, killing it. 
Mate, Kelly Slater's no, 25 years older than you. What are you talking about? Yeah, of course. I, I'm just bringing an excuse into it. It doesn't really reflect on what I am actually all about. No, you were in the mix, good and proper, JD. You put in a solid innings, mate. We've been all been watching you surf uh, since you were a kid and... Mate, you were you were well and truly in the mix. It was a commendable effort. So yeah, well done. mate, you've um, been putting out some like sick I mean, clips too lately. So I don't you, know mate. if you even know that, but nah. yeah. <laughs> well, kind of do, but yeah. yeah, yeah and at do. the end of the day, like the concept came to like to light about six months ago. Nothing. Just right when COVID started. So like he was just like, we want to work on something that we can all like basically do without being there like without like having to like just to have like a whole crew like we could just work with all the crew local crew that we always do and actually create something fucking special for for the the people to like enjoy yeah um and i was just going you know what like this is fucking one like to me like it's it's not going to change the dynamic in the water like what we did today isn't going to change who catches waves out there like we're always going to be there we're always going to like run the lineup create like I've been out there on those days, and I'm not getting those waves. No. And you guys still are, so it didn't change the dynamic. It's not going to... 100% gonna, right. It's like, like, even if it like goes blowing like gangbusters on the internet, no one's really going to be like, holy shit, I'm going to wax my board and just get to fucking North Point. Yeah. It's not a Everyone mad knows wax North Point, feeling. don't they? It's, <laughs> like, it's like... A, if they did get there, they're not getting the sets anyway. No, so it doesn't yeah. matter. You're literally going to just not sit there the and just go... Yeah. Where I know the everyone fuck? out there. You're like a moose on the highway. You're just like, yeah. where the <laughs> fuck am I? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Hey, Jay, got to ask you, mate. Who got the best tube of that session, that 100 minutes? Yeah. I mean, I know Jack... They say Jack won it, but... In your eyes, what, what was the best cheer ridden? You can that say day? yourself because that, we all and, know and, it was. And that's well, including like the all only, the punters. Like the only thing that I know was I got the best tube. Oh, <laughs> yes, because 100%. it was like it was it was legit. Legit. Like, I, one I, section, boom. I caught one wave, and it was it was actually really special to me because I haven't had a wave that like like. I've only had one other wave that tickled me like that. It tickled me way more, but it was like in 2015 that it like literally felt like I was in another barrel. Like yeah. I was inside a, like a huge eight foot barrel, but the other barrel was from the Two fucking... Two barrels in a wave. It was from the, um, whatever it's called, the foam ball. And I was like, holy shit, I'm in two tubes. <laughs> and that was in 2015. And then I was like, holy shit, like I just knifed it, came down. And I had only one line because I was on like a, a shorter board. Um, the 6.3 was a little undergun for that wave. Like if I had a little longer, I would have had way more rail to like punch me through it. But because I was on a 6.3, I just like literally got to the bottom and the only other line I could do was straighten out. Um, and yeah, I think that was the wave of the day because like I literally was like feeling this fucking foam ball just tickling my fucking nice. right tickling leg, just going... Give a little oh. tickle. Hey, mates, on uh, Barreled Surf Podcasts, we have a little tradition uh, called the Kyrgios Cup. And it's in uh, in honour of uh, Nick Kyrgios, the yeah. uh, tennis, tennis player, player. no one really likes. Um, I like him. Do you? Okay. He's, well, he's, maybe you'll throw a different spin on this. He's Australian, mate. He is Australian. True, true. Uh, like, think about... He's, he's a bit of a dick. Um, did you hear, well, like, Jack Robbo today? He spits the dummy a lot. Did, so you, we have did you hear, like, Jack... Robbo today, like the banter that was going on, it's like so good. honest. Yeah, Australians are honest. So we love the it, thing we love that it. comes out of Nick Kyrgios's mouth is truth it's and honesty. Yeah. 
He's like, got a it, point there. Why he, the he fuck do you criticise him? Because, because I think the he, Australian he plays, way is he to not play. be a dummy spitter. Australian way is to be a good, solid laddie. Just fucking, you know, you carry the weight on your shoulders. You that was like in the it. 1970s or something. <laughs> well, either way, look, it's just a bit like, of fun. Uh, we just use it as an excuse to complain about someone who's given you some grievance. So, anyway, would, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, so either way, uh, look, all good. But we have this thing called the Curios Cup and we do it every episode to nominate someone who's being a dummy spitter or someone who's just a dickhead know, over a dickhead last or month. piss you off or anything like that. So do you have any nominations for the Curios Cup? Anyone in the last month. Who's been oh, a dickhead in surfing in the last month? Ah, oh, shit. A, fr- a friendly dickhead. A friendly <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. If you can't think of anyone, that's fine, Jay. Um, who's, done some, who's done some good stuff in surfing in the last month? Um... Oh, we should we should say this is as his new. Oh segment. no, hold on. Well, let's we're not finished with the Curios Cup. No, let's just ask Jay yeah, Wallace here. Me, let me think about. Okay, like, we'll give him some time. We'll come back to you. So I've got shit. a nomination for the Curios you know Cup. Who's done some dumb shit in the last? Here we go, Curios Cup. Here we go. Bring it out, mate. Bring it out. Bring it out. My bet. One of my good friends is Kirby Brown, and he's um, had a sh- absolute shocker. Like. We love him, but he's been fucking like dancing with the devil forever. So that's coming up. Oh no, it's Kirby, and I'm a bit upset. What do you got, Jobby? This is Jobby, local surfing legend. What do you got, Jobby? You want to say something? A curious cup. As our, uh, we've got a young T-Bone here. He's uh, (laughs) he's a newest member to the uh, basement, May We have in Dunsborough, and um, we thought he'd rock up and. have a little bit of a go at the beginners, BJJ. Lovely. <laughs> don't, know, been don't know how tapping he's going in. with that one, but um, out. I'm, I'm yet to find out, mate. <laughs> so it looks like Jobby has just nominated T-Bone for the Curios Cup for rocking up to the local MMA and uh, just not being up to the challenge, I've been basically. I've up, basically. Yeah. Yeah, nah, well, look, maybe you guys can... Uh, Anken. Hello, Anken. Maybe you guys can give me some feedback... We've got Ant-Man Paddo Ant-Man. live on the phone. What a legend. So maybe you guys can give me some feedback, okay? My Curios Cup nomination is the yelling up number plates. Whoever created those number plates, you know the ones, yells? Do you know why I hate them? Absolutely despise them. Why? Do you guys have, do any of you guys have them? No way. The local Bustleton Shire about 10 plus years ago just, created uh, a... I, um, I don't think I've ever been to the uh, Bustleton Motor Registry before there has, but uh, I'm sure if I was going to go there, I'd, uh, I'd definitely <laughs> put my name down for some yelling up number plates to well, just be you would in, be, you know? You would be dubbed a wanker in my book if you did that because the reason I hate them, right, is because it's typical of some pen-pushing motherfucker who came up with this cool idea to jump on the back of, of surfing, right? And they've created this Yells number plate. And they put a little photo in between the word Yells and the number. What's the photo of? The photo, I'll cut you off right there, is uh, Jay Dizzle um, going from maybe Mouse <laughs> so like, deep. It's not. <laughs> and, that, and if it was that, is it then Kate I wouldn't. <laughs> no, right. and if it was that... I would be happy. Mate, okay. No, mate, okay. The reason is, mate, it's blatantly a photo of Waimea Shore Break. Any surfer worth his salt in weight can look at that photo and go, that's Waimea Shore Break left, left hand. Not up. Rabbit. No. Waikiki. Why wouldn't they? But if you've got a yelling up number plate, right, and you've got all these millions of photos of good yelling up, why wouldn't you put that on the number plate? Why yeah. wouldn't you just use Wyoming Ashore? All right. So okay. we're trying to get, we've been we trying get to get Jay point. on for a while. And no, Jay's got to go. Jay's got to go. Okay. Jay Davies, congratulations on your efforts in the uh, surf one, Adam, mate. Fucking classic. Has anyone and, uh, else got a Curios Cup nomination? Well, Jay's got to go, so we're just going to talk to Jay quickly. Thanks for jumping on board, Barrel Surf Podcast, mate. Thank all you, right. mate. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Jay. Is that Ooh. all we, she wrote? It's, well, oh, we're still going. No, it's all good. I yeah. thought you were waving. I thought you were going, fuck no, off. No, no. So, right, carry do you on. boys Sorry. have a Curious Sorry, Cop nomination? Oh. Okay, what's yours? Okay, let's, let's go. Uh, Sam, is that the wind-up, Sammy? Are you getting out of here? Are you guys still doing that podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, guys, for help. Oh. What's it called? Barreled. Try to, 
podcast. Try to get him on Surf podcast. Thanks, Adzi. Yeah, bro. Sorry, I have been elusive into this idea, but. Good day, Jay. Namu here. Cheers, Jay. Cheers. Yeah, JD. No, it's well, you'll a pleasure. Back, mate. You'll like, come you back. Epic. I could talk all fucking night. If I think you, want, you could too. Let's, but um, here's Sammy. Let's do it in a fucking garage instead of having all these pricks around and just really <laughs> get into it. We will. You'll be Love back, you mate. Yeah, nice one. Hey, thank you, JD, for your time. You're a bloody legend. Good on you, JD. See you soon. Adzi, it's been lovely to have you guys here. It's been an absolute pleasure on behalf of Board Store. Yes. You've seen my, you've seen my crib. You've yes. seen my cars. <laughs> Sammy now Tucker. it's time to sign off. You're okay. kicking me out. I'm not even finished. I've got All so right, much more material. Get out All right, of here, let's, mate. Oh, let's, have, let's have last words. Last words. No, uh, okay, last mate, words. I'm, I'm telling you, I need to do no, a no, Steve Irwin salute. Last words. Oh, Steve Irwin salute. Let's I have go to, mate. Quickly. This is important right. stuff, okay? So the Steve Irwin salute. Uh, to anyone who doesn't know, is this anyone who's an absolute legend, uh, an Aussie legend, double thumbs up. Mate, my um, Steve Irwin salute this week is a three-pronged attack. Goes to three guys who are all legends. Mate, three legends. Three of my good friends have snapped their neck and back surfing in the last little bit. One of them, Nathan DeCasse, known as Ducky, hard-charging bodyboarder. Yep. Snapped his neck at uh, sand patches on the sandbar about five years ago. Unfortunately, recently, he's um, had complications associated to the previous break. He's struggling to walk. He's learning to walk again. He's in hospital for months. Uh, so he is a legend. Shout out to him. Good on you, Ducky. Um, as touched on before by Jay Davies, Kirby Brown. Absolute legend, hell man of West Australian surfing, was deep in the Southern Ocean towing into crazy slabs and uh, he hit the reef head first, has broken his neck and his back. Oh dear. Uh, he's lucky to be alive. That's heavy. Bad um, man. So Steve Irwin salute to Kirby Brown. Kirby Best of Brown. wishes. I hope he... Yeah, hope you... Hope you. Uh, he was up mate. really soon. And Ooh. then the third of my friends who has broken his neck recently surfing is an absolute lump of a human known yep. as Barnsey. Barnsey. Um, you know, all named Barnsey. He paddles out at Three Bears every single morning. Loves uh, it. About an hour before first light. He literally surfs in the dark. He's an absolute weapon. Six foot six, about 140 kilos. Huge human. A knee yep. border. Uh, on a two foot day. The board copped him in the face hit him in the, the white head, water. Yeah. He wiped out. The white water grabbed his board, hit him in the face. It gave him what they call a hangman's break. Yes. And, uh, mate, he's lucky to be alive, lucky to be walking. But, mate, the story of Barnsey is amazing. He and we will hear it. But no, we right have, now. No, no we've got to go. We've got to go. We're going to call it. We're going to call it. We're going to call it. We are going to call it. I'll walk out right now and never come back. If you don't we are going to call this. it, mate. Sammy's I'm, trying to get it. I don't care. The they can wait. Mate, Barnsey fucking got knocked unconscious in the water. Came to, right? Broken neck. Came to three seconds later. Crawled his way up the beach. Didn't tell anyone because he was in a daze. Crawled his way up the cliff. Drove up the himself steps, back from Got there. into his car, which is not a car. It's a dune buggy. A high-powered dune buggy down a 40-minute four-wheel drive track. He didn't tell anybody in the car park what had happened for reasons only known to himself. Got in his dune buggy, attempted to drive home on this four-wheel drive track with a snapped neck, felt that his head was not quite right and it was wobbling around everywhere so he got a towel put it against the roll cage of his dune buggy then held his head with one hand against the roll cage and the towel to stop it from rolling around and proceeded to drive down this four-wheel drive track for 45 minutes back to his house his wife wasn't there so he jumped in his hilux drove half an hour into hospital Walked in and said, I think I've broken my neck. All yeah. hell breaks loose. Next minute, he's on a plane getting flown to Perth. Chopper Crazy. Squad. That's so a hell story, Adzi. Steve Irwin, salute. Double thumbs up. He fucking got to it. To those yeah. three boys. Barnsey, yeah. Ducky, and Kirby Brown. Barnsey gets it. All right. I'm done. That's See an ya. awesome story, mate. Now, we do That's have to say thanks for that, Adzi. And thanks very much to the board store, Tully Taylor. 
and we've had Sammy Tucker here, and we've also had Lockie McHale helping us out. And uh, anyone else I've missed from the board store? Uh, no, you haven't, mate, but I've got one last shout-out. Um, the song you'll hear on the outro is a local artist. He goes by the name of Paddy D. The song is titled The Beach. You can now stream it on Spotify, Apple Music. You can buy it on iTunes. Check it out. He's a, he's a classic young fella. Paddy D, The Beach. Get around it, lads. Let's go down to the spot in the sand.